Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. All right, got some more great footage from the Milan School Board meeting that happened the other day. And my goodness gracious, just a little history on this fight with these parents and community members have been having in the school board. I've been watching these folks for months, and that's how long they've been standing up. And they have been fighting nonstop, nonstop for months, months over all the hot garbage that the school board, you know, especially with the sexually explicit books, and it goes on and on and on. But here's what I want to let you all know is I know and initially when you stand up and you go to these school board meetings and nothing happens and you get frustrated and you go to another one, you allow your voice to be heard and nothing happens. And then folks have a tendency to just give up and you can't because for instance, you're going to hear a mom call out the school board and just call out the things that they have done, things that they have said, everything else that they have done over time. And so the school board can't run away from the insanity that they're trying to do because it doesn't make any sense. They're allowing pornographic material, these sexually explicit books, to be in the school library. They're not removing them. And so you just continue to stand up like these parents did in Milan. You continue to fight. You continue to fight. You continue to fight. And pretty soon, you're going to get all of these responses from these school board members. And then you can just put it right back into their face what this mom did the other day, which was absolutely wonderful to see. So you have to have persistence. You can't give up. Just because you go there a couple times, you can't stop going. You have to continue to stand up for what you believe in. And it's very easy to give up. I get it. But you're going to get an example of what happens with this persistence because everything that she said, holy cow, are these school board members? Um, I am thinking that this next school board election, there are going to be some major changes in this community because they're going to be able to have all this information that they're going to present to the community and say, hey, this is what they have done. This is what they have said. This is what they have failed to do. And that's how we take background. Remember, everybody wants instant gratification. You have to remember that they have infiltrated every level of office, this progressive left agenda for decades. Case in point, I just got messaged um, yesterday with the uh, school board that I posted, Fenton, Michigan right? That school board member, she is actually the chair or she was either she's currently the chair or the former chair of, I think, the Democratic Party in that county or Genesee County, I think. I, I'm getting it confused, but she was the chair formerly or presently. But what a conflict of interest to have a school board member that's affiliated with the Democratic Party. Do you think she's going to be biased? With her decision-making, do you think she's going to bring any compromise to the other side? No. So that's why it's so important to rally to your community to get behind good folks that are going to have conversation, that are going to bring common sense, and to fight back and take back our schools. That's how we do it. So you can't give up. And I forget the young lady's name. It was Ashley something. I totally forgot. I, I called her out yesterday because she called me out. Um, but uh, moving on and onward and upward, as we say. But I wanted to highlight Mylan today, and I do have – some other school boards that I will be exposing here over the next several days as I continue to get information. Also, I'm going to try to hit on what's happening in Marshall with the mega site. I have some footage that a supporter sent me that I want to bring some awareness to everyone and allow you to hear what the community is saying about this mega site. And they're pretty fired up. So I want to rightfully give them some attention. So I'm hoping to do that this weekend. So hang on, Marshall. I, I got your back. I'm going to expose what you sent me and then we'll go from there. So let's get right to what I was talking about with persistence and continually 
going to these school boards and allowing your voice to be heard because then you gather all this data, all this information, and you can put it right back into their face. So listen to this beautiful, beautiful mom standing up for the community. This is usually negative from that. Um, instead of reflecting on that, you guys choose to gaslight and deflect and blame us for causing tension and toxicity in the district. No, we're bringing awareness. There's a big difference. We don't summarize your words. We don't misrepresent your arguments. In many situations, we let you tell them your stance and your very own words. It's not our fault that so many people in this town are so unhappy with the things you guys are doing as a board. You keep trying to mischaracterize our intentions, which I get. Really, I do. It's hard to get everyone to support your side if you told them the truth. That's why I'm so grateful you've made this easy for us. All we have to do is expose your views for what they are. It's not hard and it doesn't require us having to manufacture anything radical. You provide us with plenty of material on a consistent basis. Like the 10-minute rant by Jan Kiger where she waved her Bible around and then accused parents of shaming sexual assault victims into silence. All we did was share the video. And the interesting thing is that statement actually inspired some actual survivors from the community to come to meetings and tell you your stance on this was wrong, that you shouldn't use them as a reason these books should be in the schools. But the funny thing is, none of you mentioned that you changed your position on this after that, nor did you mention that perhaps we shouldn't have been accused of being victim shamers after all. No, you just stopped talking about it. Apparently, when you said you cared so much for sexual assault victims, you meant specifically the ones that agreed with you. Yet another accusation and manipulation of our position that has proven to be inaccurate. It has nothing more than a feeble attempt at deflecting from your misguided arguments. Seems since that didn't work out in your favor, you have decided to move on to yet another lie to try and discredit us. How about the accusation that we are inciting violence and that we encouraged people to send threatening messages? That was another deflection you've tried recently after you were humiliated with the videos of your actions going viral. But that didn't play well either, did it? So I noticed you're starting to change the language around that in the minutes. For example, the meeting minutes from the last meeting, this is how Secretary Heike chose to manipulate and misrepresent my public comment. Holly Vallade commented on receiving threats herself and her belief that the board blamed commenters for the violent threats received by the board. All right, well, let's revisit that, shall we? Some of the words of yourself and your fellow board members in the past two months. Michelle Heike, difficult to compromise when the following language is thrown at you, disgusting, groomer, pervert. And once you reduce someone to something as horrific as a pervert or a groomer, it becomes very easy and incites some to physical threats. Also, Michelle Heike, Stop with the hyperbole, name-calling, and incitement of violence. Carrie Macchio, there is no low that is too low. Attacks on teachers, public schools, board members, even students, as we've seen here tonight. So you tell me, were these statements all in my imagination? Or did you all make, who made several comments, that implied and accused of us of inciting violence, yet again another abuse of power by this board misrepresenting us, which is, I guess, understandable that it's hard to remember everything you've said when you're constantly you your reinventing comment. your position. Wow. See what I'm talking about? So you just don't go to one school board meeting. You continue to show up, you take notes, you get them to basically trip over their own words, say something out of context, say something so outrageous that you can throw it right back into their faces. And that's what has happened here in Milan. And so for all the folks out there, the parents, the grandparents, the community members who are getting frustrated that you think that you're just beating your head against a wall and nothing's happening, hey, lightning will strike. Trust me. You have to continue to show up, allow you, uh, get, continue to get footage, right? 
and then continue to document everything that's said, what they do and everything else. And pretty soon you have a great narrative that they can't run away from, that they can't run away from. And you're going to see she comes back and speaks later during the public comment of this video, which I have right here. And she really just calls them out. So you can see that she's calling out each specific board member, right, for the stuff that they have said and what they have failed to do. So let's get right into this young gentleman who follows shortly after what she just said. Um, man, oh man, uh, I wasn't here in time to hear the first public comment, but uh, it must have been really great. Uh, I appreciate you, Mr. Sislow, apologizing because I was going to address concern with your comment as well. Um, I believe our tension is actually elsewhere. It's moral, it's moral guys. Um, the whole tension has been moral the whole time. Obviously, communities probably throughout time have differed on morality, uh, but that's really what this is about. It's not tension between statutes, sir. Um, I have beef with that comment too. You know, you guys long ago could have made a decision to remove books. You know, what we want to define as pornographic or immoral or whatever semantics we want to use. You know, kids looking at nudity is not healthy for them. Okay? And, and that's the bottom line on it. The fact that we're going through all this discussion tonight, it's, it's another means of moving the goalposts. That's all it is. Anybody sitting in here can see it's a moving of the goalposts. What was just referenced about Mr. Farrell, he was blatant about the fact that we have a procedure. And what happened when the people addressed the procedure, sir? Now you're moving the goalposts. That's all that's happening here. That's not democratic. That's not anything that our country has been established on. This is about morals. And the fact that you guys don't like to hear that there's some people in the community that don't appreciate their children possibly seeing some of this stuff. Thank you for the comment. Again, well said, well said. And I just did find out that the woman that we talked about yesterday, Ms. Ashley, she is the chair of the Democratic Party in Genesee County. So the chair of the Democratic Party of Genesee County is on the school board. So you don't think she's going to be biased? You don't think she's going to push an agenda? Well, folks, you have to be very careful on who you elect. And you have to be very activated during times of election to make sure that those folks don't get elected. You have to organize. Don't wait for someone else to do it. You have to take the bull by the horns and organize your own little grassroots army in your community and make sure that you're getting the right representation. And that includes door knocking and phone calls and getting the right people to run for office and getting behind them. That's how we do this. You know, conservatives, I mean, when it comes down to election time, it seems like initially we get all fired up and then slowly but surely we start to die off. Right. We, we don't stay involved anymore. We go back to our lives and say, well, that didn't work. I'm going to take my marbles and I'm going to go home. And you can't do that. The Democratic Party, if anything, we should be ripping pages out of their playbook because they do it right. They fall right in line. There's no infighting. They get behind one another and they organize their grassroots army and they go out and they hustle and they get it done. And we sit back and we kick and scream that the election was stolen and this and that. Look, you have to take the action. You have to get involved. You have to get behind great conservative candidates. You got to donate to the candidates that you want to run and represent you. 
That's what it has to do. You just can't sit back and point the finger and get on social media and kick and scream like a two-year-old child. You have to be involved. That's the whole purpose of the grassroots army. Again, not an organization. It is a brand for all of you to be a part of, to understand that you have to take the bull by the horns in the community. Can't wait for Garrett to do it. You can't wait for your elected officials to do it. You have to do it. You can get behind the leader of your community. You can be that leader in the community, but you have to stand up like these folks are and get involved and keep fighting and keep fighting and keep fighting. It's it's amazing. I mean, we we post stuff. And I'm going to go off on a little rant right now because everything that's gone over or gone on over the last three years, we continue to be proven to be right. The yet again, yet again, the origins of this virus, Dr. Fauci's a clown. I mean, I can go on and on, right? Everything that we've been standing up for, everything that we've been fighting for has been proven to be true. And here we are saying we were right. We were right. But nobody cares, do they? Nothing's getting done, is it? Even though we all know that the people who are accountable should be held responsible but nothing's happened. That's how corrupt. That's how deep this is. And that's on both sides of the aisle. It's a good old boys and good old girls club. And we, the people, are on the sidelines, not getting any playing time. And so that has to change. And that starts at the local level with you standing up, with you running for office, with you getting involved with your school boards, you get involved with the city commissions, and being persistent just like the Democratic Party does. That's how we do this. Nonstop action. All right? That's where we get to get back this lost ground. All right. So I'm going to end on this with the final um, just wonderful comment as she calls out the school board. But again, I just want to remind everyone, this is what happens when you are persistent and you collect data and footage, and then you bring it right to everyone's awareness with this wonderful mic drop from Ms. Holly. Here we go. This board resolution and the discussions that you guys had about it, well, the little little bit of discussion that was that took place, um, just wanted to mention that with what Michelle Heike mentioned, um, librarians are exempt from any criminal investigation. I'm pretty confident that actually you knew that when you made that comment. Um, both of us are aware of the fact that they're exempt. Therefore, you making a comment about being concerned about them being able to do their job seems a little bit insincere and maybe a little bit like misinformation to me. Um, I'm also not aware of any teacher being charged unless you put them on the committee that I'm not aware of. Um, Actually, a lot of teachers are agreeing with us, and they also have concerns about these books. Um, uh, one person, uh, as far as I know, one person did ask to know who the committee members were. They were told absolutely not. They were not going to be releasing those names. Um, as far as I know, that was the end of that. So again, another statement that I feel is a little bit misleading when you say that you didn't want to ask anyone to be on a committee that might be outed when it was made very clear that the answer was no and, and it was left at that. And uh, it, for Tom Farrow, wow, this is so crazy because wasn't it the last meeting when you used your board comment time to tell us we should not be using our public comments to read these books to you because there's a policy in place for us to challenge them. So we don't need to read them to you. And at the very next meeting, you just voted to remove that policy to be able to challenge those books. It's interesting. So um, you don't get to tell us what we can and cannot speak at at public comment. And uh, if these books are going to continue to be on the shelves, then maybe they should be continued to be read to you at every board meeting. Um, and then also, nothing has changed uh, in the Constitution as far as providing pornographic material to children. So when you put this policy in place to begin with, that was already the case. So I'm not sure why all of a sudden now you're thinking that that policy is not adequate. Um, if you are saying that we are alleging 
that you are violating law, then, uh, yeah, I mean, if we're just alleging it, then what are you worried about? It's because you actually know. You've had over a month to deal with this with legal counsel. You had over two hours last meeting that you were able to deal with this with legal counsel, supposedly, based on what Andrew Sislow said. So I'm just curious, how much, how much longer do you need with legal counsel to figure out whether or not to take out books that discuss the white shit dripping off someone's dick from children? How many more times do we need to discuss that? And now the fact that we have, what, 30-something plus books that we're still discovering that are in the library that are also very explicit and violent, um, those are not even going to be removed now when we, when we submit a challenge. At least before, if you were going to sit on the challenge, it would be removed in the, in the meantime. Now you're not even going to remove it? Good. Glad I know that. So we'll make sure to work that to our advantage. Um, also, I want to know, does this apply to low-demand books that are removed? Because I also know you're removing some of these books quietly without telling us. I just said again. Um, but again, these are just great examples for you to stand up to your own school boards. That's how we do it. That's why you can go back through all my videos. That's why I keep posting this stuff to give you guys ideas. Because so many times I hear that, well, uh, I don't know what to say. Um, well, there's great examples everywhere. There's great examples on all these videos that you can put together your own narrative and you can go to these school boards and you can constructively allow your voices to be heard. That's how we do it. So you have to continue to stand up. You have to continue to be persistent. And over time, I guarantee you, you, you win. That's just how it works. Our cause is just. It truly is. So don't back up. Don't give in. We will continue to fight. And over time, we will win. All right. Have a great day. Until next time.